psychoanalyze you. You're stupid. I need to have negative thoughts to keep me safe from the saber-toothed tiger that's gonna pop out and eat me as soon as I step out of my cave. Humans were pretty fucked up, but there's beauty in that imperfection. Hello, hello, what is up, Floodsters? Welcome back. It's another day. It's another motherfucking day here in Boulder, Colorado. Coming to you once again from Basement Studio. Today is day two of knowing that my life is going to be here with Alex in Boulder. And I'm still riding on a high. I mean, not as high as I was yesterday, obviously. I think that um, now I just feel impatient. Like I want him to be here so bad that... I feel impatient. I feel like, oh shit, the next few weeks of waiting for him to get here are just gonna fucking go so slow. Time is just gonna tick, 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 tick very slowly. You know that feeling? That happens to me a lot when I'm anticipating something. Like time gets super slow and sort of painful, you know? So I don't know, just gotta keep myself busy for the next few weeks so that I don't think about it too much. I mean, it's good to be excited and to think about it, but then, you know, I, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to freeze time too much. He's excited too. He's excited. I think he was a little bit more hesitant to fully celebrate because, I don't know, there's no reason why we're not going to get this green card, but I think because we had that couple of weeks where we went from we're getting the green card to we're not getting the green card to, you know, what the fuck is going to happen and disappointment and all these emotions and trying to figure out what the fuck our life was going to be and recalibrating our brains to a new reality. Um, that was a really difficult time. And as some kind of self-protection method, you know, he's not getting too excited. Whereas I am just convinced it's going to happen. It's pretty. It's like 99.99% going to happen. Um, but, you know, self-protection, I get it. Usually we're the opposite. Usually I'm the one who's more cautious and he's the more optimistic one. But, uh, you know, it's been really tough these last couple of weeks. I'm worrying about whether we're going to get the green card and the disappointment from it all, you know. So, yeah, we did talk about it a lot today and fantasize about how fun it's going to be to be together here and stuff. So, yeah, I think he's starting to get excited and adjusted to the reality of it all. But let me tell you, has it really been a mind fuck the last couple of weeks? Because like in one email or one fucking visa interview, our life just went from place to place. We had to just constantly keep changing our whole life plan. And it, it was just such a mind fuck. I can't even describe it. Like, it doesn't happen that much in life, fortunately, that you have your life planned out and then it totally gets derailed in one second. I mean, actually, that does happen. That does happen a lot in life. Maybe you're fortunate that that hasn't happened to you, but it's not uncommon. Maybe you find out from the doctor you have some kind of disease. Maybe somebody dies. Maybe, I don't know, maybe you lose your job all of a sudden. Life can just change in the blink of an eye. And then it's like the process of, I don't know what other word to use except recalibrate again, your brain to this new reality is, is so, it's difficult. It's fucking difficult. 
and your emotions sometimes lag behind your brain or your brain lags behind your emotions and it's hard to get synchronicity between the two. It's just all fucking wild. So we have been on such a ride over the last couple of weeks. I thought today it was very fitting for us to talk about how to deal with change, how to be resilient and adaptable. I've spoken about these things on here a little bit. For sure, I've done some episodes about this, but um, this is going to go into some deeper uh, elements of these subjects. Now, I have dealt with so much change in my adulthood, I would say, you know, in part because I've done a lot of traveling, in part because um, I dealt with my mom's illness and that was touch and go from year to year, how long she was going to live. I've dealt with losing my mom. I've dealt with this green card stuff with Alex. And um, all of that, I think, has made me a pretty adaptable person. Somebody who's pretty capable of like, okay, this is my new reality. This is how I'm going to make it work. This is how I'm going to find happiness, even if it's not what I expected out of my life. And I've also learned some capability of just accepting that this is kind of what's meant to be. I mean, it's not that I totally believe in destiny and all that shit. It's just um, when I reflect back on my life, I do see in a way like, oh, that was to happen that way for this reason. Like when I look back on things, I don't necessarily see the reason for something in the moment. But I think this is a very key thing for learning to be adaptable. It's about reflecting on your life and the big changes that have happened in your life, and trying to see them in some kind of positive light. This seems like impossible, especially when you're going through the grief, which is usually inevitable whenever you experience a big change, there's some sort of grief. So you have to give yourself a little time to process the change before you can just, you know, bada bing, bada boom, see the positivity in the change, you know? Like, for example, you would think losing your mom, who is your best friend and made you so happy, there's no way there could be anything positive about that situation. But I have found it. I have found that the positive things are that, in a way, my life is less stressful because I'm not constantly worried about her illness and taking care of her and making sure she's mentally, emotionally, physically well. That took up a lot of years in my life and caused me a lot of stress. And I've also found that my relationship with Alex has deepened so much since losing her. Not just because he was there and very supportive and loving for me through that time, but just because, you know, my focus is now him. He is my family. He's a bigger part of my life. You know, him and my mom are not competing for my attention anymore. And, you know, they had some difficulties in their relationship. There's no tension around that anymore. And um, it just makes my life a little easier. There are fucking positives about it. You know, there, there are. I miss her terribly, and I would prefer that she was alive, obviously. But um, this is one thing I believe that helps me be very resilient and adaptable because I don't see every big change in my life as something negative. Therefore, I am not as afraid of huge change as the average person because I know 
that I can get through it. I know that I will somehow see this change in a positive light. Even if I can't possibly perceive how it's going to be positive, I will see it. And when we thought we were going to have to move to Spain, I was like, okay, this seems like the end of the world. This seems like the worst thing that could happen. But I was like, okay, if it does happen this way, then that's the way it's meant to be. There's some reason why this is the path that life is taking us, you know? You just have to be a little philosophical when it comes to accepting change, a little bit spiritual, dare I say. That is a very critical piece for learning to be adaptable and resilient and accept motherfucking change. And as I said a little bit earlier, there is a grieving process with change When you first experience change, you need to allow yourself to go through that grieving process. You need to allow yourself to feel whatever the feelings that come up. Um, Maybe it's fear. Oh my God, how am I going to find another job? I love that job so much. I thought I was going to be doing this the rest of my life. Now I'm sad. I don't get to do this. Um, There's tons and tons of feelings that could come up. You might go through the stages of grief, which I don't even know what they are, but, you know, something like anger, denial, acceptance, whatever. So really allow yourself to go through a grieving process when a big change happens. And even when a small change happens, sometimes small change have a bigger impact on us than we realize. And if you're feeling sad about a small change, maybe... um. I don't know what's a small change. A friend is moving away or you have to move houses or something like that. They're still grieving in that. And they're still learning to accept change on a smaller level that can help you build resilience for when the really, really big changes happen. And then for me, a critical piece for accepting change is starting to come up with a plan and focus on the things about the change that you can control. Like, for example, if we were going to move to Spain because we didn't get this green card, I started planning all aspects of it. I started researching how to get citizenship in Europe or how to get residency in Europe, um, where we would want to live, thinking about every aspect of, you know, getting a house there, Um, what our life would be like, our money situation, everything that I could think of that I could control about the situation, I tried, I planned, I thought about it deeply to give myself a sort of sense of security. Because one thing about change is that it kind of feels like having the rug ripped out from underneath your fucking feet. You know, you feel like you're just gonna fall on the ground splat. But if you can focus on the things that you can control in this sort of uncontrollable situation, it's definitely going to help you feel a little bit more in control over the whole situation, a little bit more secure. So if you just lost your job, maybe focus on how can I find a new job? What are the steps I need to take? Make lists Talk to people, talk to therapists, talk to friends about what plan of action that you can take. But again, make sure to give yourself time to grieve and adjust a little bit. And then when you're ready, start taking this action. Maybe there's something positive that's going to come from this. Maybe you need to 
totally take it as a life pivot. I lost my job and I wasn't that happy in that job anyway. So I'm going to go back to school and get a different degree so I can work in some other field. Or maybe I really loved that job, but maybe I'm going to find something even better suited for me. How can I get there? Who do I know that I can contact? What networking can I do? Um, What research about jobs can I do? Whatever it is, you know, focus on the things that you can fucking control and create a plan of action. This is where list making really comes in handy. I'm generally a list in my head kind of person, but a lot of times it's very valuable to make physical lists of the action and the steps that you need to take and um, just start small. Just start with the easiest thing that you can do when you are ready. Start taking action. And um, yeah, that's really how you're going to build resilience is how you handle times of change, how you become adaptable to change. That is how you build resilience. And I would encourage you, if you're not like experiencing a huge change, but you don't feel like you're a very adaptable person, I think you can usually tell that by how afraid you are of change and the potential for change. How much anxiety do you have about certain changes happening? like death or like um, losing a job or having to move homes, how much does that shit scare you? That'll tell you about how adaptable you are. And if you are finding yourself in a place where you don't have any major changes about to happen, but you do have a lot of anxiety about change and wanting to control things, maybe you have either disorders or ways of thinking in which you really need to feel in a sense of control. That's a lot of times where eating disorders come from and you feel like life is kind of out of control and that scares you. I encourage you to work on adaptability in a small way because that is going to help you build resilience for big changes. So it's the same process as we spoke about before, except doing it when small changes occur. Don't just stuff all your feelings away when you feel sad because something small is about to change. Maybe a coworker is leaving the office, for example, and you feel sad about it and you just, you know, sweep it under the rug. And you're like, why do I feel so sad about this? It means nothing. Try to dive deeper into why this is so upsetting to you and go through this process we've talked about of then what can I control? What action can I take? What plan can I make? And then once the change has occurred and you've had time to process it and go through this all, try to think back on things and the positive outcome that occurred because of this change. You can even do this years in retrospect of something that occurred. If you look back at any time in your life when there was a big change, think about the positive things that came from that change. Like, don't you remember when you finished high school, for example, and that feels like a big change, and then suddenly you're going to go off to college and all your friends are going to be split up and you suffer a lot maybe the first semester. I didn't go to college, but It was the same thing in the sense that like um, it was just a big life change to go from high school to zero high school. 
and losing friends to all over the country at different universities and stuff. So if you can reflect back on a time like that, what good came from it? How did you grow from that experience of moving away and going to college? Did you develop a lot in the time you went to college? Did it turn out to be a really good thing? Just try to see some positives in any kind of change that has occurred in your life. And um, that's going to help you build resilience and adaptability and just take away a fair amount of anxiety. Having the ability to be adaptable really relieves that sort of general anxiety about how out of control life is, you know? And that's something most of us who have a lot of anxiety really deal with is the feeling of being out of control. So I hoped this helped you. I hope you have very happy holidays. Um, as always, you can reach out to me at perfectlyflogcast at gmail.com or hit me up on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at perfectlyflogcast. Bye.